0: never too late for a good old conversation. Good afternoons to all of my shining jewels and gems and welcome back to an all-new episode of Wild Rules Minded Jewels Podcast. I am your host, Ariel Amari, and thank you all for tuning in on this lovely Friday. TGI Friday, y'all. Here on the show, it's about exploring diverse culture, real-life situations, entertainment, and give my own perspective. So, If you're looking for all of the above, then you are most certainly in the right place. Now, before we jump into the basic segments for this show, I want to briefly point out and say that I know that it's now been over two weeks since last episode has been published. And I know that we have a lot of catching up to do because over the past two weeks, a lot has been going on. And I mean a lot. So I want to personally say to all of my daring jewels and gems, Please bear with me, and let's keep going. Now, today's first segment of the day is none other than the New Day Report. During this segment, the main topics of focus is diverse culture, real-life situations, entertainment, and provide my own perspective. So, let's begin. Today's first topic is none other than a week ago. A Texas police department is under fire after a viral photo surfaced and showed an officer on horseback leading a handcuffed African-American man by rope. A Texas police chief has apologized for the actions of his officers after photos circulated widely on social media showing two officers riding on horses while leading a handcuffed man down a street. The handcuffs were tied to a rope held by one of the officers or... As a police department statement puts it, a line clipped to the handcuffs. Chief Vernon L. Hale III of the Galveston Police Department said the officers showed poor judgment but argued that they didn't have any ill intentions. Neither of the police officers involved in the incident has commented publicly. According to a statement released to the press, The two officers arrested Donald Neely for trespassing on a Saturday afternoon at an address in downtown Galveston. While on horseback, the two officers walked Neely eight blocks from this point to a staging point for their mounted police unit. Hale's statement said that this practice is considered acceptable in certain situations, but in this instance, it was not used correctly. It's unclear if the officers will face disciplinary actions. Acts to clarify situations in which the department does view its mounted officers walking detained and individuals as acceptable. A Galveston police spokesperson referred time back to their statement. And I quote, first and foremost, I must apologize to Mr. Neely for this unnecessary embarrassment, Hale said. My officers didn't have any malicious intent at the time of the arrest, but we have immediately changed the police policy to prevent the use of this technique and will review all mounted training and procedures for more appropriate methods. James Douglas, the president of the NAACP chapter in Houston, said the officers should should face disciplinary action. That is a total disrespect for people of color. It doesn't matter if it's policy or not. Douglas tells Time, "This wasn't. This was in response to a, dis, a misdemeanor trespass, and the man required a lot more respect than it was shown by the police officers." To add more, this is not eighteen nineteen. This is two thousand nineteen. Now, here's my intake on this topic. In everyday life. There's always something going on and something happening. Good or bad, something's always going on. But lately, the bad has been outweighing the good. Seeing pure ignorance and hatred on a daily basis is an insult to democracy and society. Or better yet, it's may more than just an insult. Say it's condemnation. For these two officers to say that they have poor judgment but no ill intentions, of course, I beg to differ. Nobody is boo-boo the fool here. I've heard and seen in the news or on social media about similar events like this happening on one too many occasions. Honesty to the greater glory, jewels and gems. Officers of law enforcement know exactly what they're purposely doing and letting it be known. But the funny thing is, when they get caught, themselves or others try to clean up their mess. Or they try to flip it and say, oh, there wasn't any ill intentions, or I didn't mean it like this or that way. They try to make it seem as if they're doing their job or acting on instinct. I've heard this one too many times, and honestly, I'm tired of hearing it. I mean, just be honest and admit that these kind of coconut heads that call themselves men or women of the law, they're not meaning to serve and protect. Their main purpose is to slay, serve their pistols, discriminate the innocent and perpetrate. As mentioned before, this is not 1819, this is 2019. In the present day of America, ignorance and hatred are going hand in hand. Painting this country pitch black and its poisonous venom is sucking the liberty, freedom, and equality out of this country. Now, before I move on to the next topic, I want to acknowledge two things. First off, I want to send my love, condolences, prayers, and heart to all family and friends that have lost their loved ones in the tragic mass shootings in El Paso, Texas and Dayton, Ohio, that has now occurred over a week ago. The mass shootings in El Paso, Texas and Dayton, Ohio, has impacted everyone, and it's just, been, it's just been completely crazy, and I just feel like, in my opinion, not only do we need to do something about these gun laws, but just protect our children, protect everyone, period, point blank, okay? Next, I want to acknowledge, after 15 years of incarceration for murder, Centoia Brown was finally released from prison. Centoia was sentenced to life in prison for killing a man while she was a teenage sex trafficking victim. She was granted clemency this past January of 2019, and Centoia Brown's case made national headlines with the help of Rihanna, Kim Kardashian West, and many more celebrities. After spending half of her life incarcerated for shooting her sex abuser, Centoya is now a free woman with a college degree, a book deal, and on parole. Now, I want to briefly express and say that absolutely it is about time that Centoya is finally a free woman. But I feel she's not exactly free because she's now on parole. Honest to greater glory. She was forced into sex trafficking at a very young age and suffering abuse at the hands of men. For the next 10 years, Centoya will be under supervised parole in a recentry plan that includes going to counseling, committing to regular community service, and continue on with her degree. To sum it all up, Centoya Brown needs to be an absolute free woman with no supervised parole because, I mean, she was forced into sex trafficking and her life was on the line. I mean, the night Centoya shot Johnny Mitchell Allen, a 43-year-old agent, Centoya saw him reach for something that could have been a gun and Allen's house was full of guns. During that time of Centoya's arrest, she was only 16 years old and tried and tried as an adult. Also during that time, much of the U.S., including Tennessee, didn't have anti-trafficking laws that consider U.S. much to this dismay. The U.S. is corrupted and failing system strikes again and no justice is being served. To send out a message to Centoya Brown, I just want to finally say, Centoya, if you ever listen to this podcast episode hosted by yours truly, I want to say that it is finally a huge relief to have you home. Welcome home, Centoya. It is about damn time. It is, though I hope and pray that you are fully free and acquitted, acquitted of parole and everything, just know that I stand with you and I'm fully keen to see what you have next in store and embark on a new journey. So most definitely so welcome home centoya brown and i can't wait to see what's next in store and i just wish you nothing but just good things and just pure release most definitely so moving on to the next topic i want to conclude this segment by talking about immigration and regarding this new policy that Trump is planning on proposing. Donald Trump and his administration are striking again, but this time with a new policy. Trump proposes this policy to ban public assistance for legal immigrants. According to New York Magazine, Trump's new regulation will deny green cards to legal immigrants who utilize benefits like food stamps and Section 8 housing. The goal of the administration's move is to crack down on legal and illegal immigration. On top of putting a halt on benefits that can lead to a rejected via or green card application, the new rule will reportedly change the scope of public assistance. Instead of benefits being based on half of a family's total income, it will be based on a flat rate. Now, Jules and Jim, here's my intake on this topic. Of course, it is the same crap different days when Trump and his administration team are always creating preposterous regulations that convey discrimination. It's very obvious that these kind of regulations are one are wanting to make immigrants lives miserable as much as possible. Not only does Trump want to make life miserable for illegal immigrants, but legal immigrants too. Honesty to the greater glory, it's already enough for immigrants to go through a hard process of trying to obtain a green card and escape the dangerous dictatorship and conditions of their native countries. But in the present eye of today, immigrants who actually want to become law-abiding citizens here in the U.S they can't even escape agonizing hell in their country now they have to now they have to go through more hardships here like really is this what we're doing today i mean this is supposed to be the land of the free the land where everybody is welcome and opportunities for everybody and just now we're not living up to that and i just honestly think that is an absolute complete shame And the old saying goes of where we have to go through hell to get to heaven. And honestly, I don't know how long it's going to take for us to actually get to heaven first, because we're still in hell, especially with the orange face Oompa Loompa coconut head that's in office. So, yeah. Jewels and gems. This has now been the conclusion of the first segment of the day the new day report now next up we're we are now transitioning into ne- into the next segment the heat during this segment an individual subject is going to be put in the hot seat and catch fire for a scandal or social media frenzy that they're involved in so let's dive right into it now today's subject to be in the hot seat is none other than joe Button. None less than recently this week, Joe Button was a special guest on Nicki Minaj's Queen Radio. Well, let's just say the conversation took a turn when Nicki and Joe got into a huge, heated debate. According to Billboard, Nicki Minaj returned with episode 15 of Queen Radio on Beats One to kick off the new week on Monday. The celebratory episode marks the one year anniversary since the release of Queen and of the Queen album and the debut episode of Queen Radio. The Joe Budden podcast co-host Joe Budden, Rory and Mal joined Minaj in studio in studio to contribute to to contribute to the radio show. Joe has had a bit of a harsh relationship with Nikki and her bar and her barb's fan base in the past. The hostility continued on this week's episode. Minaj set the record straight on the organic nature of the, of the Hot Girl Summer coming together after an Instagram live session with the lovely Megan the Stallion. But Budden believed that it, the Instagram live was all part of the track's rollout to increase hype surrounding the record. To sum it up, the story, the debate quickly turned left when the the motorsport topic came out and about, along with Nikki playing back a clip from Joe's podcast show to prove he did believe that Nikki wasn't aware of Cardi B appearing on the record. Nikki went on to ignore Joe's question on if Nikki and Cardi were sneak dissing each other on a track. Then Joe accused Minaj of possibly being on drugs and pills last summer. After the back and forth shots, Joe's mic was cut off, but the interview continued with Mal and Rory. Joe and Nikki seem to be okay now with one another, along with Nikki making an appearance on Joe's podcast this past week. Jules and James, it is now time to feel the heat. As for Joe... You better be ready to catch heat and feel the fire and feel the burn because having a hot seat in isn't a place to be. Having a hot ass in the hot seat isn't a place to be. Joe, first off, I wanna say Joe Budden is much of an honest person is much of an honest person and always willing to speak his mind or give his opinion. However, How does Joe go off on speaking, how Joe goes off on speaking on certain things come off, comes off as if he does know everything in the world and no one else isn't supposed to have an opinion either. I applaud Joe for his honesty and not holding his tongue back on anything, but not all the time. But sometimes Joe just needs to shut the hell up. You may know some things, but you don't know every damn thing. We don't need your mouth to be as big as your head, man. Jewels and gems, this has now been the conclusion to the second segment, The Heat. I hope you enjoyed that. That was very much short, but hey. Moving on, we are now on to the third segment of the show. It is now called On That Beat. During this segment, I like to focus on music, the meaningful culture, past, present, upcoming artists, and the diverse atmosphere. Today's segment is re- is remaining the same, but I want to dig a little deeper and get a little personal with all artists. Where I'm going with this is I'm going to separate the artists from their music and cr- from their music art craft to them being human beings. In the industry of music entertainment, people expect all popular artists to be innocent. People expect for popular artists to be great and be at an all time high. But if they stumble, battling their demons, or going through a hard time in life, they get publicly ridiculed, shamed, humiliated, or nailed to the cross. I've seen this happen one too many times to artists, but the sad truth is some make it through while others don't make it. People are failing to keep in mind that at the end of the day, all artists are human beings, They all bleed red, just like the rest of us, and they have lives, too. Let's not forget that they are most certainly entitled to privacy, but being in the public eye of the music industry, they can't be able to have that. But if they can, it'll probably be a rare thing to some. To name off artists as examples, I mean, you have Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, Chris Brown, Dima, Britney Spears, Kesha, and many more artists that were publicly ridiculed for their personal struggles. Uh, did I just throw Chris Brown into that category? Yes, I did. Most definitely so. Yes, I did. Because to this very day, people try to paint him out to be this scumbag that just attacks women on a daily basis. Let me just point this out, because this has been going on for years, and I just feel like it is about time that somebody needs to speak up about this, okay? What happened with Chris and Rihanna was over 10 years ago. Chris made a mistake, he fessed up to it, he suffered the consequences, and that is it, okay? Chris and Rihanna reunited years later, but broke up again, and they remained friends after that. If Chris and Reed can forgive, get back together, break up, but continue to move forward and be friends, then everyone needs to fall in formation and do the same. For Whitney, Michael, and many more artists, they all were publicly ridiculed for their personal struggles instead of having enough respect and decency to let them fight their demons and self-heal in private. People forget the fact that these artists are more than being just artists. They are human beings, people, and everybody needs to keep that in mind. They all go through the exact same things in life that we all go through. In the moments of life and time, some folks tend not to always keep that in mind. Well, they need to because this is just completely ridiculous. In the moments of life, you know, no one is perfect. Everyone is going through something, somehow, some kind of way. But do not, and I mean do not judge or ridicule them for their hardships. Why? Because that is the man upstairs' job to do that on Judgment Day. To point back to what I said earlier, some artists make it through and some don't. All honesty to the greater glory heavens. The media where the death were the death of Whitney and Michael. Yeah, you heard that right. Why do I say that? Because they kept nailing the both of them to the cross for their personal struggles. And in a sense, they tried to paint them out to be the most horrible people in the world. Also... The media were very much harsh on Whitney and Michael because of the color of their skin. No disrespect to anyone, but Courtney Love and many other artists, major pop household names, they had were, had, were dealing with drug addictions, suffering from depression or any other personal struggles. And they were taken easy on. They were given the easy road out. The media has many positive effects, but we most certainly can't forget the negative side. Of course, the negative side effects of the media is completely savage, pure savage at that. The media couldn't just let Whitney, Michael, or yet any artist live in peace and privacy. The media kept pushing and pushing, and now... It has pushed Whitney and Michael too far that they now have taken their final resting places in heaven. So, in honor of this segment and topic, today's question is: Are the, the media too much of a negative effect on an artist's personal struggle? Jules and Gems, be sure to answer this question on Twitter and on Instagram at Wild Rose Minded. In closing. Only God can judge us all. All artists are human beings, and let them live, learn, and heal in privacy. Okay? There, I said it. Jewels and gems, this has now been the conclusion of two on that beat. It is now time for the final segment of the day, and this one is called or your soul. During this segment, I like to focus on the creativity of one's mind and the essence of poetry. Towards the end of this segment, I'm going to share and recite a piece of my own headwritten poems and give a brief background story on what prompted me to write the selected poem. After that, I'm going to give an inspirational quote, and that's it. Stick with me, and I'll embark you on a mental and fruitful journey. So, let's hop right into it. Now, today's handwritten, selected handwritten poem that I wrote is titled Summer's Down, Fall Blossoms. This poem was written on September 21st of 2017. And the title pretty much sums up because fall is pretty much around the corner. So I hope you guys enjoy it. One year, four seasons, different days with the same song being played every day. Is it true that when seasons change and come and go, your inner youth changes? Two, I sing and somber into the passions and flaws of summer's delight and darkness. But will all of this eventually make sense? I shed my light and darkness over the course of trying to make it day by day, But darkness seems to make its way and cover the sunshine sunshine in summer. While all of it is said and done, the sun sets. It's time on on the end peak of summer. But the cool beauty of autumn's peak has flown its way to bring light. Seasons may change and go, but the darkness hovers over fall's time. Please let the darkness fade away into the black along with summer night. Moving into the fall, let the cool orange ball of life fall upon them and us all. Let the pieces of disdain and hate fall onto the leaves and fall like rain. Let the summer's night of hurt and sorrow be over and openly welcomes fall. Now, I hope you guys enjoy today's selected poem. And so far, the background story for what prompted me to write Summers Down, Falls, Blossom is, well, obviously this poem is about the fall season, but it's actually a little bit more deeper than that. To sum it up in a simple matter, seasons may change, but some things continue to remain the same. It just all depends on ourselves and whether if we actually want to change it. So somehow, some way, you know, same, same stuff different days, but somehow eventually, not only it's up to us on whether if we want to make change, but somehow, some way we just gotta find some kind of solution to make the good out of the bad. So that's what pretty much inspired me to write this poem. So I hope you guys really enjoyed that. Alrighty, today's inspirational quote is said best by the lovely and late legend himself, Freddie Mercury. I want to lead the Victorian life surrounded by exquisite clutter. Thank you all to my daring jewels and gems listeners. Be sure to subscribe to the Wild Rules Minded Jewels podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, Pocket Podcast, and Radio Public. Be sure to follow the show's social media platforms at Wild Rules Minded on Instagram and Twitter. Season 2, Episode 5 will be coming soon. And I also want to drop a little tea for you guys. I want you all to stay tuned because for the first time ever, I will be having a first live Jewel session. Just like I've said plenty, plenty of times before. Not only I want you guys to hear the sound of my lovely voice. But I also want you guys to get a visual of this. Stay blessed, everybody. Stay tuned for what is yet to come on this season of Wild Rules, Mindy Jewels podcast. God bless everyone and take care. See you episode five. Bye, guys. Moving on, we are now on to the third segment of the show. It is now called On That Beat. During this segment, I like to focus on music, the meaningful culture, past, present, upcoming artists, and the diverse atmosphere. Today's segment is is remaining the same, but I want to dig a little deeper and get a little personal with all artists. Where I'm going with this is, I'm going to separate the artists from their music and from their music art craft to them being human beings. In the industry of music entertainment, people expect all popular artists to be innocent. People expect for popular artists to be great and be at an all-time high. But if they stumble, battling their demons, or going through a hard time in life, they get publicly ridiculed, shamed, humiliated, or nailed to the cross. I've seen this happen one too many times to artists, but the sad truth is, Some make it through while others don't make it. People are failing to keep in mind that at the end of the day, all artists are human beings. They all bleed red just like the rest of us and they have lives too. Let's not forget that they are most certainly entitled to privacy. But being in the public eye of the music industry, they can't be able to have that. But if they can, it'll probably be a rare thing for some. To name off artists as examples, I mean, you have Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, Chris Brown, Britney Spears, Kesha, and many more artists that were publicly ridiculed for their personal struggles. Uh, Did I just throw Chris Brown into that category? Yes, I did. Most definitely so, yes, I did because to this very day, people try to paint him out to be this scumbag that just attacks women on a daily basis. Let me just point this out because this has been going on for years, and I just feel like it is about time that somebody needs to speak up about this, okay? What happened with Chris and Rihanna was over 10 years ago. Chris made a mistake, he fessed up to it, he suffered the consequences, and that Is it okay? Chris and Rihanna reunited years later but broke up again and they remained friends after that. If Chris and Re can forgive, get back together, break up, but continue to move forward and be friends, then everyone needs to fall in formation and do the same. For Whitney, Michael, and many more artists, they all were publicly ridiculed for their personal struggles instead of having enough respect and decency to let them fight their demons, and self-heal in private. People forget the fact that these artists are more than being just artists. They are human beings, people, and everybody needs to keep that in mind. They all go through the exact same things in life that we all go through. In the moments of life and time, some folks tend not to always keep that in mind. Well, they need to, because... This is just completely ridiculous. In the moments of life, you know, no one is perfect. Everyone is going through something somehow, some kind of way. But do not, and I mean, do not judge or ridicule them for their hardships. Why? Because that is the man upstairs' job to do that on judgment day. To point back to what I said earlier, some artists make it through and some don't. All honesty to the greater glory heavens, the media were the death, were the death of Whitney and Michael. Yeah, you heard that right. Why do I say that? Because they kept nailing the both of them to the cross for their personal struggles. And in a sense, they tried to paint them out to be the most horrible people in the world. Also, the media were very much harsh on Whitney and Michael because of the color of their skin. No disrespect to anyone, but Courtney Love and many other artists, major pop household names, they had were, had, were dealing with drug addictions, suffering from depression or any other personal struggles. And they were taken easy on. They were given the easy road out. The media has many positive effects, but we most certainly can't forget the negative side. Of course, the negative side effects of the media is completely savage. Pure savage at that. The media couldn't just let Whitney, Michael, or yet any artist live in peace and privacy. The media kept pushing and pushing, and now... It has pushed Whitney and Michael too far that they now have taken their final resting places in heaven. So, in honor of this segment and topic, today's question is: Are the, the media too much of a negative effect on an artist's personal struggle? Jules and Gems, be sure to answer this question on Twitter and on Instagram at Wild Rose Minded. In closing. Only God can judge us all. All artists are human beings and let them live, learn, and heal in privacy. Okay? There, I said it. Jewels and gems, this has now been the conclusion of 2 On That Beat. It is now time for the final segment of the day, and this one is called For Your Soul. During this segment, I like to focus on the creativity of one's mind and the essence of poetry. Towards the end of this segment, I'm going to share and recite a piece of my own handwritten written poems and give a brief background story on what prompted me to write the selected poem. After that, I'm going to give an inspirational quote, and that's it. Stick with me and I'll embark you on a mental and fruitful journey. So let's hop right into it. Now, today's handwritten, selected handwritten poem that I wrote is titled Summer's Down, Fall Blossoms. This poem was written on September 21st of 2017 and the title pretty much sums up because Fall is pretty much around the corner, so I hope you guys enjoy it. One year, four seasons, different days, with the same song being played every day. Is it true that when seasons change and come and go, your inner youth changes? Two, I sing and somber into the passions and flaws of summer's delight and darkness. But will all of this eventually make sense? I shed my light and darkness over the course of trying to make it day by day, but darkness seems to make its way and cover the sunshine sunshine in summer. While all of it is said and done, the sun sets. It's time on on the end peak of summer, but the cool beauty of autumn's peak has flown its way to bring light. Seasons may change and go, but the darkness hovers over fall's time. Please let the darkness fade away into the black along with summer night. Moving into the fall, let the cool orange ball of life fall upon them and us all. Let the pieces of disdain and hate fall onto the leaves and fall like rain. Let the summer's night of hurt and sorrow be over and openly welcomes fall. Now, I hope you guys enjoy today's selected poem. And so far, the background story for what prompted me to write Summers Down, Falls, Blossom is, well, obviously this poem is about the fall season, but it's actually a little bit more deeper than that. To sum it up in a simple matter, seasons may change, but some things continue to remain the same. It just all depends on ourselves and whether if we're actually want to change it. So somehow, some way, you know, same, same stuff, different days, but somehow eventually not only it's up to us on whether if we want to make change, but somehow, some way, we just got to find some kind of solution to make the good out of the bad. So that's what pretty much inspired me to write. this poem. So I hope you guys really enjoyed that. Today's inspirational quote is said best by the lovely and late legend himself, Freddie Mercury. I want to leave the Victorian life surrounded by exquisite clutter. Thank you all to Mind Daring Jewels and Gems listeners. Be sure to subscribe to the Wild Rules Minded Jewels podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Breaker, Pocket Podcast, and Radio Public. Be sure to follow the show's social media platforms at Wild Rules Minded on Instagram and Twitter. Season 2, Episode 5 will be coming soon. And I also want to drop a little tea for you guys. I want you all to stay tuned because for the first time ever, I will be having a first live Jewel session. Just like I've said plenty, plenty of times before. Not only I want you guys to hear the sound of my lovely voice, but I also want you guys to get a visual of this. Stay blessed, everybody. Stay tuned for what is yet to come on this season of Wild Rules, Mindy Jewels podcast. God bless everyone and take care. See you episode five. Bye, guys.